testing. Yo, testing. yo, yo. What's happening, <clears throat> man? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Good. Long day at work, but it's finally that time of year where we, uh, you know, we're captivated for the next 38 weeks. I feel it, I feel it. Well, let me let me just run this intro real quick. Let's just figure it out. First yep. time. Don't yep. be awkward. Bear with yeah. me on this one. <laughs> Hello, guys. This is the El Rondo podcast. My name's Elijah Robertson. And my name's Jesus. Here's my boy. Thank you, thank you. All right, so let's just kick it off right now. What do we want to talk about? What what's what's this podcast? What do you it's, think, Jesus? Essentially, it's just two guys who are fanatics and been fanatics over the years of the Premier League, and it's just a long, like a long format conversation of us just vibing out and talking soccer or football. Yeah, just just pram pram pretty much. I mean, if there's like world news, like anything going on in the soccer world, we want to talk about it. But uh, it's mainly prem, you know what I mean? It's prem and vibes. So that's that's all you need. Yeah. All right, man. So let's just uh let's talk about like uh, our favorite fixtures for the first week of the uh twenty one twenty two uh, season, right? Yes, sir. All right. What's your Definitely. favorite? My favorite match for the weekend. Yeah. What's your like marquee matchup? Just straight away. <laughs> well, I think you would know which one I'm looking forward to. All right, all right. So in case if in case you guys didn't know, um I myself and am a Manchester City fan and have been for a while now, since ever since they signed my favorite player, the magician, the little David Silva, shout out to him. Um and as for my friend Elijah over here, uh, I'll let him explain uh, who who he roots for. <laughs> yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a Tottenham fan. It's a little rough out here in these streets. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and, and back my team on that last season, but I think this next season will be a lot better. You know, we got a building building season, then we got the Conference League to build our confidence as well. So you know, this season might not be the best, but I think in two years, I might put us you know top two, top three. You know, but um that's enough of that you know tottenham fan right now it's a little disappointing <laughs> but i'll tell you what i'll tell you what we did make some good signings this season and who knows what's going to happen with the whole you know kane to man city deal and that's going to be weird but 150 mil on top of all these transfers we made and i hear links with martinez and uh we'll talk about that later i still want to hear you know what what what, what do you think the score is going to be man city versus tottenham um, I just think that Tottenham for Tottenham didn't have very many, uh, not in a bad way, not necessarily in a bad way, but they didn't have very many first team players actually playing in any of the international tournaments. A lot of them got a lot of rest over the break instead of playing multiple games. So I just think that overall Tottenham more than likely will win. I, I I'm predicting like a two, one score. For Tottenham versus City, um, just like I said, the fresher legs. Uh, we're gonna be missing uh, Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne and stuff like that. Um, and then a lot for of the sure, stars. That's like, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Foden has a foot injury, and then uh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne has a, a like a, a ligament problem in his ankle at the moment, so they're trying to nurse him up. Um, and like I said, I just feel like the Tottenham team is to be a lot fresher. And like I said, and plus the people that did return from holiday, I'm not 100% sure they're match fit either because a lot of them were barely returning what earlier this week. And so I doubt they're going to be match fit. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see what goes on. I mean, I know on the injured list we got – supposedly it says we got Kane on injured, but I don't think mm-hmm. he's injured. I think it's just that whole – thing going on with his uh you know contract and him not showing up to practice and i don't know there's a lot of weird you know news on that we also got indombele supposedly hurt but he's just overweight honestly i don't he's not hurt (laughs) 
He's been in the he's been in the subs uh, on yeah. preseason. So unless something happened, I didn't hear about. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Romero, who's actually been hurt since the final, and then uh, it's not a bad one. We just don't want to you know rush him into playing. But yeah, uh, that yeah. would have been a really good player to have, man. I really want to see this guy play for Tottenham. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. It's just so super di- it's super difficult because of how how late last season started and with the pandemic going on and stuff like that. I just think it's going to be it's going to be super difficult for the top. I mean, for just the whole Premier League in general to be competitive the first couple of weeks just cuz like I said you are nursing people back to health. A lot like like there's players that played an additional what 15 20 games on the off in the off season and then have to turn around and get a week's break just to to start playing again which i think is going to be super difficult but like i said this is this is the time of the year and and also including during uh the the holiday season is when like it's important to have depth in your squad and i think it's just going to show who like that top it's going to favor the top teams for sure yeah i honestly dude i think it's going to be probably a tie just because of I mean, Tottenham's just not looking too strong without Christian mm-hmm. in the back. And then... And who knows if Kane's going to play too. Exactly. I don't know. And, you know, Sun always seems to pop up against you guys. And last time Bergwin hit a fucking banger, I believe it was on his debut. That was yeah. fucking crazy. But, I mean, he hasn't been doing shit for Tottenham. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. Uh, he has, like, moments of brilliance, but he's not anything too special. But uh, maybe this season will be a little bit better. Um, yeah. Uh, we have a all oh, Brian Gill. This guy supposedly was a wonder kid from Sevilla. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I remember hearing. I, I don't know much about him, man. Yeah, so we'll see. He's a youngster. It's always nice seeing young kids coming to the team that are already proven in another league that's you know up there. But I mean, La yeah. Liga ain't really too it's, great it's just, no more. It's it's always a matter with La Liga players it's always a matter of whether or not they can adapt to the physicality of the Premier League it's much and more physical I, yeah that and I feel like it's a the schedule is a lot more rigorous in terms of uh like like La Liga gets like holiday like they get the two-week Christmas break and stuff like that and when the Premier League and use and uh the, the cup competitions you start cranking and it and it gets hectic and a lot of players don't seem to like be able to like they're not able to stay fit throughout that whole period just because it's so overwhelming and stuff like that but i mean he is young and hopefully he can stay fit because he's i remember hearing about him i've never personally seen him play myself but like i said i mean it's always exciting to see young kids come into the prem with like a name be like attached yeah. to them and another interesting thing that uh you know he's gonna play or not who we're gonna pick but we got yoris you know world cup winner getting mm-hmm. old coming up on his last year and then we got Golini from Atlanta mm-hmm. also oh yeah so, I, I believe he's on the loan right now but we have the option to buy and then uh, at the end of the season and then mm-hmm. he's supposed to be super good too so we'll see how he does um I think yeah 2-2 two, two. that's my score just because we always seem to give you guys a hard time mm-hmm. um I'm the thing I'm curious to see is the way we line up against you guys just solely based on the fact like i said that a lot of our first teamers aren't necessarily healthy or they're just coming back or i, I don't think they have 90 minutes in them at least and then also i'm i'm kind of i'm actually really curious to see where Guardiola decides to plug up Grealish, whether he's gonna play him on the left or as like one of the roaming eights along with de bruyne mm-hmm. or or more than likely gundagon in this case for this week just All right, bro. I got a, I got a, I got a good idea right now. I got a, it's a little on the fly. What do you think about doing like uh, every? Let's let's run. What what do you think? Who's gonna win each game this week? You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And then we'll be able to get a good uh, understanding of who, what the table should look like at the end of the first week. And okay. then the first game is actually pretty interesting because it's uh, Arsenal versus Brentford Friday, twelve p.m. Mm. <sighs> so. Brentford, 74 years. They haven't been in the top flight. First time in the Prem. That's insane. Yeah, and they fucking, they barely made it into the Prem, dude. They won the tournament, and they got one of the best strikers. I mean, dude, the guy put 31 goals in 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 the league. Dude, what's his name? Um, uh, Ollie Watkins. 
Mm-hmm. I believe he scored 25 goals the season before they came up to the Prem, and he balled out. This guy scored mm-hmm. 31, and he gave 10 assists, and he was only two off from being the second top assist in the league. The guy's a baller. The guy's a, the guy's a baller, and he's only been at the team one year. So mm-hmm. it's, he's going to start playing better. He's going to start linking up better. They're playing Arsenal. Uh, being a Tottenham I, I think, fan, I don't want to yeah. see Arsenal do well. So, I'm, of course, my prediction for this game is going to be 3-1. I think, I think Brentford's going to take this. I, I just think this is a make-or-break season for Arteta. Like, I think after this season, I, like, I believe they made a couple signings, didn't they? Arsenal? Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really know who they signed, man. They signed uh, – oh, you know what they signed for – dude, I'm tripping. Uh, center back from um, Brighton, uh, White. The guy ben was White. like 74 mil or something like that, 76 mil. Yeah. I mean that definitely he, gives you. I seen a, his highlights from the first game he played for Arsenal, and he had some like he had something like three or four goal line clearances. Man, he was he's balling. Yeah, I gotta admit he was. Uh, you know what? In my favorite transfers, I got him up top five. Yep. No, like like I said, I think this is definitely Arteta's make or break season, just solely based on the fact that what has he's been there what now two three years now. And they haven't seemed like they don't seem to progress very much. And I mean, when you when you bring in a big time player, not necessarily time because he did play at Brighton, but you make you make like a marquee signing like that, and then the year prior you make one like part like partly or whatever. Yeah, Thomas Partly. I I think that if he, I'm pretty sure, to, at least to me, if he's not top top five by Christmas time, I think they're gonna let him go. I feel like they need a like a more proven, a more, a more proven coach, you know, a manager that that knows how to how to like reel in the troops and stuff like that. Because he's yeah. been trying to do that technical soccer and stuff like that, and, tact- and being super tactical and stuff like that, and it just doesn't seem to work. So and what like, you think? What you think? Arsenal. Yeah. This Arsenal. is this is this is a good good game. This is a good game. I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely they got see two be- teams that are both, both fighting. But I'll tell you what, man, Brownford, their history. I think these boys want to come out here and show everybody who they are. Have you seen yeah. the highlights from the Man U versus Brantford game, bro? They tied two two, and it was nothing but bangers from both sides. I'm talking, Herrera hit a oh nasty volley, and then some. I dude, I don't know anybody from Brantford other than Tony, but he had a banger upper V. I'm telling you, dude, these guys are ballers, man. And one good signing from Arsenal and Arteta, like, backed against a corner, doesn't mm-hmm. make me think they're going to win. It makes me think they're going to actually lose. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree on that. Um, I, I, I can see it being a high-scoring game, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll give it to you, though. Arsenal, just because they've been at the top. Just whatever. We'll I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, an Arsenal, like, win, like, 3-2, you know, something like something crazy, like how Liverpool started off this all right, and now we're connected. I see it counting down, recording everything. I just didn't want to have it nothing there at the end yeah, of this. Yeah. So, yeah, back with my boy Jesus. All right, technical difficulties. We're we're newbies. Mm-hmm. Figuring this all out. That ain't about that. It's just about the vibes. Yes. You sir. got Arsenal first game. Next game, Man U leads. Good game. <sighs> It's gonna be a great game, actually. This is probably this is probably my my pick of the weekend, if I'm being honest. I'm torn. I'm torn between this one as like the sleeper game. It's not even a sleeper game. It's just a good matchup. Like you got Bielsa versus Solshire. It's just uh, it's all dependent on how Man United come out. You know. Like is is Varon gonna play? Is Sancho gonna play? I know that Rashford's Oof. currently injured. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Can't believe Varon's playing there right now, man. That's yeah. wild. You know, if if Varon and Sancho, I think Sancho's gonna be a big flop. Anyways, not about that. <laughs> uh, I think I think that I got Man U for sure. Though Leeds is exciting. It's gonna be it's gonna be a high scoring game. Think like it's gonna be about did, did three, Leeds two, th- four, three. Did Leeds sign anybody significant? No, not that I'm aware of. 
But I'll tell you what, I'm scared to leave this app on my phone because last time I did it, it ended the call. So. Manu. We're giving it to him. Burnley Brighton. Who you got? Burnley Brighton. Brighton, Brighton just sold white. Oh, they're going to be shaky. So, yeah, 76 million. They ain't got no backbone right now. I'll give it to Burnley, I think, even though they yeah, got Burnley, Yeah, Burnley's probably, like, one of those teams that, like... Play five in the back no matter who they play, but they're somehow going to get this win. Yeah, <laughs> they got wood up top and stuff like that. <laughs> All right, we'll give it to Burnley. Mm-hmm. All right, Chelsea Crystal. Uh, Chelsea. I think Chelsea's gonna be the the title con- one of the title contenders this season. So, um, I mean, I hope. Yeah. I hope they play good, and I mean, we don't know yet if if Lukaku's gonna start, but I mean, ultimately, I I, I think they're gonna be the ones that push us the distance for the title race this season, along with Man United if they could sort out all their problems in midfield. What I feel like is. They're gonna be their issues, for sure. All right, we got Everton, Southampton next. Ooh, I actually, I, I'm gonna take Everton just solely based on the fact that uh, Southampton just lost their star striker, you know, Danny Ings. So they're, I mean, I don't see them being a goal threat. Very so who much. Ashton Villa, right? Yes, Ooh, Ashton Villa. my my boys, right there. That's my boys. I think they're gonna be a breakout team this year. You think you think they break into the top six? Yeah, I think so. Europa honestly, League next season? I think I think it's possible, man. I think they can honestly maybe get above Tottenham this year. I I just think the only interesting narrative about Everton is how Benitez copes with the pressure of being a former the former Liverpool manager that brought him a Champions League and all the success and winning all these games. I, from what I've seen is that the fans aren't too happy about him being their manager. No, which is kind of, no, yeah, which is kind of interesting, just because I mean, because I mean, in Liverpool, I guess it's either you're a red or or a blue, you know. So to have somebody cross over like that, so, somebody I would say like a polarizing figure in Liverpool's history, just because of the fact that he was manager when they won Champions League in '05, you know. Mm-hmm. And then. It's also interesting just the fact that, like, this squad was put together last season by a completely different manager being Ancelotti, and he just completely left them for, yeah. you know, out to dry this season just because Real Madrid came call. Yep. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how the the players are going to react, like the the Allens, the the Hamas Rodriguez's, you know, like are they gonna are they gonna get behind the cause and and try to like, you know, start a winning like. like start off winning how they did last season because if you remember last season they, they were, were pretty balling, dude yeah they were balling the first couple carter lewin oh my yeah. god yeah so right. I, I i wonder if they could if benitez has the ability to get that out of them or if they're if everyone's just going to be unhappy and like i said southampton I, I just don't see them getting any better i i honestly think they might be one of the teams that gets relegated this season just solely based on the fact that they lost Danny Ings, wow. and they're they're about to lose Vestigard. Yeah, you know that's wow, uh, those that's are crazy. That's like the whole. That's two of your spine. You know they're gonna struggle. They're gonna struggle. Koiberg not there no more. Yeah, yeah, Ings gone, dude. They're whew. all right. I mean, but but then again, they they tend to look like they always tend to pull it together. I mean, you know, like when was the last time you saw Southampton get relegated? You know, that's true. Well, I don't know, man. We'll see. That's going to be a tough one. Leicester Wolves, another good game. Damn. Good game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited about this one. I think this one and the Man United Leeds game probably have the potential to be the two best games of the weekend for sure. Just because of the fact that we're going to see, uh, I I don't know how to say his name, but the manager that, was uh I believe he was Braga's manager in the Portuguese league. And then we're also gonna see the return of Raul Jimenez for the first time in like over almost a oh, year. Man. Ever since his devastating uh like fracture yeah. skull injury. Whew. My boy's back. He's gonna be a goal scoring threat and then once he gets his shooting boots back and Kane possibly leaving and us having Nuno as the head coach, 
we're just going to go get Traore real quick, throw him in right wing back, five, throw five in the back now. I'm telling you, and then we're just going to put Raul Jimenez up top, and everything's going to be salty. We're just going to be scoring all the goals, dude. I'm telling you. I think mm-hmm. that in the future we are going to get Jimenez to uh, Tottenham. The only problem, the that. only problem with that is just the fact that he's already thirty. You know. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I know he would be willing to sit and be a second player uh, for yeah. Tottenham if we were to go get Martinez or something. Have him be a main player, and then you could even yeah. put the two up top if you want every once in a while. But I do yeah. think that one day Jimenez is going to be a Tottenham player. Yeah, and he's he's definitely one of those players that like he he flourished later in his career, you know, because like I remember him first moving from Mexico to to Europe and I believe he was playing with uh Benfica and he wasn't doing to or he was he was lighting it up at the moment and and then he moved to I believe to Atletico Madrid and that's when just for some reason it wasn't panning out for him. But the moment he set foot on in Wolves, Jesus Christ, he he changed the team. He 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 was like their focal point, you know, like their the the tip of the spear the the guy that would cut that create everything would go through him mm-hmm. and and you could definitely tell that the moment that he got hurt like the wolves yeah they were struggling a lot. yeah they were yeah, struggling they, they had no outlets yeah so I mean given all that Leicester that's a fucking banger team right there dude no yes, matter what sir. happens I mean they got Fofana out right now that that was disgusting yeah. that tackle that he suffered in the uh, game against I think it was Villarreal yeah. yeah. I mean, the tackle wasn't too hard, but it also was kind of like half eh, from the back or side or whatever. Yeah. It's but also the, the, friendly. The, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I'm a pretty intense player too, no matter what game it is. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You put me on the field to win a game, I'm going to go win a game. So, I kind of get it from that aspect. But, yeah, it was kind of harsh and it sucks to see such a good young player get hurt like that. So, I think it is going to affect him quite a bit, but I don't think it's going to be enough for him to lose this game. No. Lester, give it to him. All right, we got Watford, Ashton Villa. I think this is an easy one. Uh, yeah. Ashton Villa is definitely going to win. I don't think yeah. Watford I, has. I, much I just want They're just coming up from the the championship, so yeah, it's going to be I a just, hard intro. I'm just curious to see how how they play. Like you know, like is it going to be like more fluidity and more attacking football with all the signings they're making, or is it going to be the same? Because I feel like at times, like. Like they didn't really have a like an identity. It was just kind of like, oh, pass the ball to Grealish and just move around him, you know. Like, like what? Yeah, if... they're gonna be more fluid for sure. Yeah, especially with like the signings that they made. I, I'm curious to see if uh, what's his name, uh, Ashton Villa. Oh. So here's here's three of the signings. I wrote these down earlier because I thought it was kind of interesting. They spent a lot. They overspent on Danny Ings because they were rushing to get players in. So I think it's gonna potentially bite them in the behind. Because mm-hmm. they're spending forty mil, close to forty, they're thirty nine mil dollars on Danny Ings. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Good player, but dang, that's a lot of money. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a proven scorer in the Prem, though. So I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of money for such a small club. Leon mm-hmm. Bailey, that's a bargain. Thirty five mil. When you put yes. those two together, you're kind of wondering why they spend so much on Danny Ings. Yeah. And then Buendia, thirty nine mil. That's mm-hmm. a that's another high bid uh, for not an amazing for, for, player. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like in today's market, that's not that bad. You know? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just like 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 30, 30, 30 is a new fifteen. You know? A little smarter. They were just pressed. You know, end of the market. Well, the other problem is in. is that it's not. It's, it's the other problem is is like every club knows you're about to get a hundred. 100 mil you know mm. <laughs> so yeah all right so but it, you got you got players like harry wilson right yeah from liverpool he just went to fulham for 15 mil why would yeah. why would you go you know what i'm saying you got players like him on the market and you go for a buendia for 40 i'm sorry i, I would definitely go for wilson but that's that's not me but the problem is, is that if he were if they were to go for wilson it, it would probably be the same fee, just like I said, just solely based on the fact that they know that they have a hundred mil coming their way. Yeah, so we got Ashton Villa. They're playing against someone coming from the championship, another championship mm-hmm. team, Norwich. 
Who's going to be playing Liverpool? Uh, Liverpool at home, right? Take a nice uh, Norwich is home, I believe. Yep. Yep. So, um, I yeah. I I don't know how I feel about this one because like I feel like I feel like this is Liverpool's last stand for sure. Like this is the last time we're going to see this team the way it is. Cause, yeah, that's true. Uh, now that you say that, I've never really thought about that. Because you go from Champions League winner two years ago, Premier League winners the year or the year after that, to like the season they had last year. I I just feel like if it doesn't work out this season, I definitely think that they're gonna have to dissemble, like you know, dismember the squad a little bit and start rejuvenating it, just because of the fact that. Firmino isn't in top form. You know, a lot of their center midfield is over 30. I mean, they they, they did make some good signings with, with uh, what's his name you in know, the back? Salah, I thought he was actually going to go out on transfer because there was so much talk about him leaving and being unhappy and being old. And I don't know. I thought he was going to leave this summer, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Uh, like I said, I think they're going to give them all one more shot at it, you know, just because it's just yeah. solely based on the fact that it was such a short window and there was all these international tournaments going on. And, and Van Dyke like... was gone for so long on injury, dude. And exactly. And so it's like really it's like... hindered. Yeah. So I just feel like they're going to give it one more give, go I'll at it. give them the W, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, What's the next game? Newcastle versus West Ham? Yes. <laughs> I I don't know, I think I think Newcastle's gonna be one of those teams that everyone's in this, like. Everyone's gonna they're gonna upset a lot of teams. I have a feel I have a feeling they're always a hard. Is it at? And is it at Newcastle? I believe it is. Yeah, I think so. They're always I hard think, to beat. Yeah, at home they got a good fan base. Yeah, I think solely on that reason, I'll just give it to Newcastle. And then we got Tottenham City, and I think that was the only tie we have for the weekend, unless you wanted to give it to uh, Tottenham. But yeah, I would I definitely think you, I think you guys might beat us just solely based on the fact, like I said, we just have a bunch of first teamers that aren't healthy at the moment, and it's just going to be hard for us, you know. Like I, I don't now know you got how we're going to put in De Bruyne. That's it, though. I mean, yeah, I but I'm just saying, like. Crazy. I, I just feel like a lot of them aren't like match fit. Yeah, you All know, right, we'll but... give it to Tottenham. We'll give it to Tottenham then. I, I think it's gonna think be a close one a though. I think it's gonna be a tie. We'll give it to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. So, end of the first week. Be interesting, but I think everything's in. Most people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? What? What are some narratives that you're like trying to keep an eye on this season? Like what? What are like I mean, Brentford, things. man. I mean, Leeds was disgusting last season. They're mm-hmm. proven, you know, and they have some similar stats to Brentford. I mean, Leeds really blew it out the water when they came up to the Prem. But mm-hmm. Brentford has been a, a team that's been slept on, and they just got a new stadium, and it's the first time they're going to be playing in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just got new players, you know, during this transfer window. I think they bought three new players this transfer window. And mm-hmm. then um, – uh, Pookie. Everybody was so excited about Pookie. He only scored 26 goals that season. Uh, Tony. 31 goals. 31 goals. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's a baller, man. So, yes. I really want to see Brantford. I want to see specifically Tony. I want to see where he ends up. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be a Brantford player for much longer. Mm-hmm. I think some of these guys on this team are just going to get picked and then they're going to go right back to the championship. But it's still a cool story to see while it's happening, you know, maybe a little the new Leicester. Who knows? But for now they'll be the new leads. I'll put them I'll put them top ten, maybe. Top ten? Maybe. I mean they're gonna be riding that team. I think they'll definitely stay out of relegation. There's some terrible teams mm-hmm. uh in the Prem, I think, compared to them. Mm-hmm. And they just got that fighting spirit right now. They just wanna stay up here, prove it, prove each one of them wants to prove who they are, you know, not exactly. just Tony. It's just every single one of these players wants to put their name out there and get a big transfer to a big and, club. And plus, I think this is like, since this is the first 
time in like what almost two years that they left full capacity in stadiums i just feel like the i feel like atmosphere is going to play more than than yeah especially especially at like smaller compact stadiums like it like they are like teams like that usually have i just feel like they're gonna thrive off of that and i definitely think they're gonna upset a lot of the top teams or not necessarily upset but give a hard time and let them let them so like leave an account for themselves exactly. you know exactly but... i think they're gonna be able to show like hey man like we came here we did our thing even if they did get relegated mm-hmm. it's gonna be cool to watch uh you got any cinderella stories this season oh like i said Ashtonville, i think they're gonna be pretty good but i do think they kind of wasted their money <laughs> nah um i think i think one of like for sure one of the st- like teams that I'm going to be following closely and keeping a closer eye on just out of curiosities and definitely be leads. Like, can they improve on what they did last season under Bielsa or are they going to be, are they going to regress as a team, you know, be, just because of the fact that like the first time they make it to the Prem in what, like 10, 15 years last season and they, they've managed to upset some teams, but at the same time, they also showed their bunch of weaknesses like on, be, not being able to, to beat teams in the lower half of the table. So I'm just I'm just kind of curious whether or not BLS is going to be able to do to do one better basically to maybe have aspirations for to go into Europe this season and cuz like they they made some signings I believe from what I'm I'm aware of. I mean they they got Jack Harrison on a permanent and I think they signed a couple other players, but like I, I'm just curious to see if they if Bielsa can build on what he did last season. Um, apart from that, I would definitely say uh, Aston Villa is some some somebody to look out for, just in the terms of they what you brought think in... about Leeds. What do you think about Leeds? That's another team, you know. I think that they just got uh, Junior Furpa from Barca. Mm-hmm. You know, like left back, they've been struggling in defense they can mm-hmm. score goals but they can't really defend so i think with a good signing someone who played with good players it'll be nice to have them in the squad and, and be the good thing team. about the good thing and about top Fer- eight i think last season they get like they, they, finished they, they finished ninth they finished yeah ninth. come on dude give it to me they're good yeah uh the good thing about furpo is the fact that he's so versatile that he can play in the back in multiple positions i believe in barca he, he played what left back center back i even think he played like right back and he i feel like at barca he was he wasn't given a chance i i feel like that club in general at the moment in the last three years is just going downhill clubs in shambles right now yeah for sure so i just i think under under somebody like bielsa i think he's gonna be one of those players that's gonna thrive i don't know if it'll necessarily mean that their team is gonna do better than they did last season but i know for sure that he's gonna be able to get the best out of him what do you think the top six gonna look like last day of the season? Start with six. Start with six. Sixth? Yeah. You know what? Give me seven. Give me seven. Let's Our throw top comp- eight. the conference league in there. Isn't that seven is a conference league, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do top seven. That's it. Top seven. Yeah, because think... technically Tottenham was seventh last season, so we're gonna do that. Okay. So I definitely think that seventh for sure is going to be, um, I would have to say, I think Aston Villa makes seventh. All right. Uh, six, I'm going to have to go with you guys, Tottenham. Um, fifth, I think would ha- would definitely have to be uh, Leicester. I think that they they start establishing themselves as a as a top five team, not necessarily like a oh, maybe they make top eight, you know, like I think they're gonna start playing European football consistently in the next years to come, especially if they can build on top of like the teams or on top of the signings that they've already made, like and they could just like progress as a team together. I definitely can see them playing like European football for the next couple of years to come. Um, I actually have a really similar top of the table right there. It's funny. <laughs> uh, mine mine is kind of skewed though because I'm a Tottenham fan, so I had Tottenham fifth, you know, nah, yeah. and you got Leicester um, fifth. But I think Leicester's going to be struggling because you know the whole Fofana injury, and I think it's going to hurt them long term. I put them at seventh. Uh, Ashton yeah. Villa sixth, and then 
we pretty much agreed that Ashtonville was going to be up there uh, mm-hmm. contending for something up, up top, yeah. possibly Conference League. I think that's a good position to put them at. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tottenham and Leicester both getting Europa. What do you think? Champions League spots, top four. I know this one's going to be pretty controversial just based on the fact that the players that they've signed so far, but I have a feeling United is going to end up in fourth. Really? Really? Yeah. I have Liverpool. I have Liverpool. Nah, I think I think Liverpool's going to figure it out. They're going to... What do you, gonna... what do you, what do you, do you think so? I don't know, man. Van Dyke, I've been seeing him get spun left and right all preseason. I don't <laughs> know, man. preseason, man. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. You're playing terrible teams, and you should be... I mean... He should, I be, mean, one let, he should be playing his ass off. It's been a long yeah. time since he's played, man. But he's you gotta, you gotta not put, ready. Not I, match I ready. Like, I feel like you had to put into account, like, I feel like nobody started well. Like, us, we started, we started in eighth place at some point last season, you know? Like, I just feel yeah. like they're going to figure it out, and they're going to make a run... I mean, they did it last season. They were, I think they were, what were they? Fifth, I think they like were 15 games un, unbeaten at the end of the season last year to end it off. So, I mean, I think they have the ability to figure it out. I think Klopp is super resourceful, you know, and he'll figure yeah. out some sort of tactics. He's, he's going to figure out some sort of tactics to get the best out of all of his players. You got Man U. Man U fourth. Who's your third? Uh, Liverpool. All Liverpool. Right, Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, think, I just I think I our just... table's very similar then. Who do you <laughs> who, who's second? <laughs> Shit. I just thought of this objectively. This and this is at the time of this recording, this it might change, but I I don't I don't think we retain the title of the season. I think we end really? up in second. Yeah. Wow. Oh dang, dude. I think that um I think the the transfer window has been weird. I think a lot could happen. I think a yeah. 150 mil just came in today. We're doing this podcast on, I don't know what's the date, but 150 mil <laughs> for Kane came in today. So if, I think now it's really time to start talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if Kane goes there, that's a big deal. And then Lukaku, I, I have him as one of the biggest flops of the season, actually. I, I don't yeah. I don't see much happening from him. So mm-hmm. I keep I keep Chelsea second for me. Uh Man mm-hmm. takes takes the cake. Mm-hmm. But uh I think no, you guys are gonna I, have a pretty gross gear with Grealish. He's yeah, gonna be tearing no, it up. I I think I think with the signing of Grealish and Kane, I mean, don't get me wrong, we want to win the Prem, you know. But I think that's more of a statement made for the for the European scene, you know? Like I think those two signings are are what they're trying to put out there as like we're trying to win this tr- the the Champions League, you know? Not not necessarily cuz we don't we were 12 points clear last season, so it doesn't really you know like it just it, it'll make it seem like we're untouchable, but obviously we we're going to struggle. We're going to have patches of where we we're not in the best form, you know? And I just honestly, think that... I think you guys are gonna focus very heavily on the Premier League this season, just because everybody knows PSG is probably gonna win the Champions League this year. I I I really hope they flop this season. By the way, oh really, really, I think that they're not possibly gonna flop. <laughs> I don't see it happening. My boy Pochettino there, leading them to victory with the nastiest team I've seen ever. <laughs> and, that, and that is gross. It's a, the modern day Galacticos almost. What did you say? I mean, they got so many of these players on free. I mean, Donnarumma, mm-hmm. best keeper to come, best keeper right now. I mean, he's disgusting. Yeah. Hot, I mean, like, and just fresh off of fucking a Euros victory. Yeah, you know, you got Sergio Ramos, yeah, most proven center back in the world. Yeah, uh, free. Messi, the world's best player, free. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? How are they yeah. doing this? You know, Wani Alden, free. <laughs> Come on. Why? I mean, I know I know people are gonna are gonna hate me for this, but don't be surprised if they get hit with the hefty financial fair play ban. Some you point. think but all these players are free. Yeah, They're but free. it's also free. it's also They're wages. Hakimi's the only player they bought, sixty mil. But show that wage bill. Yeah, that wage bill, but uh, as long as they have the revenues coming in to support it, but dude, they got so much money coming in right now, it's insane. I know, I know. I saw them. Uh, I saw that. What, what was it? Messi sold like 
10 million shirts or something like that in the course in the of like two minutes yeah <laughs> I know, that's that's insane it's... dude they, so they could just play with the market if they want they could just make scarcity yeah. of jerseys and make them like a hundred thousand dollars and people would probably still buy them exactly no but i mean i i just think that it, it's it's all dependent for us for our, our club dependent on whether or not we get Kane. Because, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, we won, like I said, we did win the league by 12 points without Aguero and without basically with an out-of-form Jesus. Um, but I just feel like with Kane, like, you add an additional 30 goals a season, you know? So, I mean, it, it, it'll just be difficult. Like I said, if it just depends. Because I know that Grealish and Kane tend to get hurt a lot. Grealish, I mean, yeah, Kane, definitely. Grealish, I don't want to say as much as Kane. Yeah. So, I think, here, let's go real quick. Before we finish this off, tell me, who's your favorite transfers in the Prem right now? Right now? Yeah, like, I got six. It's hard to pick, man, but there's some pretty cool names that I picked from. And then uh, I got a, I got like two people that or three people that I uh, I think are gonna flop. Uh, I definitely am excited to to finally see Leon Bailey come to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. That one is probably apart from Grealish. I think I'm excited about that one the most, just based on solely on the fact that I would I'd say for the last three four years he's been linked to some Premier League club and. There's advanced talks for him and that they're working stuff out and nothing never came to fruition, you know? Like, it was always talks broke down or they decided to look elsewhere. I know, huh? It's been going on for a while. And he's finally here. And he they got him for, I from what I think, is dirt cheap considering the fact that he's, what, maybe 23, 24, 25 max, you know? And he's, like, an exciting winger, you know? When they were like, they were asking, I think at some point they were, might have been asking for like 70 mil, I think. I'm not 100% sure. But I mean, I'm excited for him. Um, I'm excited to see, uh, I'm excited to see Danny Ings also. I'm actually really excited just with Villa's like signings, that, that whole tandem that they brought in. Cause, I mean, I feel like this is the first time where like you can see, you'll see not necessarily Danny Ings move up like in the club because he's been at Liverpool before and stuff like that. But I just feel like he's like a big name signing now, you know, like like he's going to have that pressure on him. And I want to see if he's able to thrive and he's able to get himself back in the England team and stuff like that. And if he's able to score, like I think he might be able to contend for like the golden boot this season, if I'm being perfectly honest. Oh, damn. I don't know about that one. He'll he'll do good, but he's he ain't not that good. Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna be scoring that many goals. I will give him maybe fifteen goals this season. He he'll he'll score yeah fifteen. That's it tops. Um, for me, man, I got a I got a big list. Let me just give it to you. <laughs> Jack Grealish, he's my number mm-hmm. one. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, the guy's just he's interesting. He's just hard to know where he's going and he's a baller. Sometimes man. you know where he's going and you still can't stop him. So he's just mm-hmm. put him on the best team. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see this shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we got Christian Romero, Tottenham number one defender in the, uh, Serie A. I mean, you've got players like Benucci, Kalini, they just won the Euros. Two of the best center backs in the world. And mm-hmm. he got, you know, he plays with Messi. On the Argentinian, you know, national wins Copa America. Exactly. So this guy, he's good, man. I want to see him play. I don't know Mm -hmm. much about him. I haven't really seen much highlights, but from what I've heard, from what I've from what I saw him, yeah, I just he he's probably gonna be your stereotypical Argentinian defender. Gets stuck in, you know, wins tackles. Yep. And I'm willing to bet he's gonna be good with the ball at his feet for sure. Yeah, he's supposed to be really fast too, and we could really use a player like that. And um, and I, I think I think he might make somebody like Davidson Sanchez better, just because they have that South American. Yeah, I want to get you know? I want to get rid of Davidson Sanchez though. That guy is, you know, he's just yeah. But I mean, not... like I said, like he he could be some. I mean, he he could be the, <coughs> the Diaz to Stones. You know, the, you know, like it could be that it could work that way. You know, 
Or I yeah. mean, you never we, know. Who knows? Who knows? Sometimes we, it just we, takes chemistry, you know. We I definitely don't want to see Dyer on the field. So yeah, that leaves me with Sanchez. But I also am a big Joe Roden fan. El Rondo podcast, Joe Roden. You know, either way. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to see him. Mm-hmm. Those two together, I think is that's the perfect mix. But mm-hmm. uh, that also brings me to another defender, Ben White, to Arsenal. I mean, not an Arsenal Man fan, but I'm a, a fan baller. of defenders. Growing up as a center back, you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of defenders. But on to Manu, that's another big one. But this mm-hmm. Ben White, dude, this guy is good, dude. Like, mm-hmm. sheesh. So I him, mean, he he, but he played he played his way into the Euros team, you know. Exactly. Like, this guy's legit. Yeah. Uh, Junior Furpo, like I was talking about earlier, I think that's going to be another interesting signing to just watch happen. Get playing minutes this season. Brian Jill, another one for Tottenham from Sevilla. Wonder Kid, we talked about that earlier. Uh, That's another big signing for me. Another one to watch. And then Mm -hmm. Harry Wilson. I believe I touched on that earlier, too. Uh, He's. I mean, give that boy some minutes. He's going to become a baller. Mm -hmm. It's it's just interesting to me that Liverpool let him go so easily, you know. Mm-hmm. When I feel like they could have just kept sending him out on loan, you know, especially like with like like I said, like their squad is like they're kind of like City were in like 2016, where like their squad is just starting to age a little bit, you know, where they needed like some like young blood in there. I felt like this could have been the year where he could have like gotten some minutes at Liverpool for sure, you know. But I mean. It's interesting that they decided to let him go. I mean, I don't know what else to say, especially to Fulham, you know. That one's that one's an interesting one. Yeah, it's interesting that he'd want to go to such a small club after coming from such a big club. But, you know, mm-hmm. it really says something about him as him. a player. He just wants to, to ball out and show people who he is. He's like, I'll do it anywhere. Let me just get the minutes. Now I'll get a big contract somewhere else. You, you, know, you, know, you know who I'm actually kind of excited about that – not many people were going to talk about is uh Josh Sargent moving to Norwich. Bro, I actually have that in my notes. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. You know, another this, American in the prem, man. That's really that's a, cool. That's what I'm saying. And another thing is like people don't realize that he's actually pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like so quick. so I want to I want to see like he he's he's better than the stereotypical American striker in the prem. I want to say he's as good as or as technical as like a Clint Dempsey, but he was definitely better than the Josie Altador. I tell you that. And Josie Altador, oh yeah, <laughs> he played a while in the Premier. He played like, uh, like yeah. three different teams, you know. Altador was terrible though. Let's not talk about that. Let's not even compare him. <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited because like, I mean, him, him and Pookie up front, you know, maybe maybe that's something that they could lean on for like goals to like get them out of relegation. Especially with them, that with them losing the Buendia creativity in the midfield, mm-hmm. and then is uh what's his name? Uh, what was what was the youngster, the English winger? Oh, I Ooh, forgot his name. From where? Uh, from Norwich. The English winger from Norwich. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, what's his name? Hey, do you know how much Sancho was bought for? How much was that final that bid? Uh, I think it was just under ninety. Oh wow, that's a lot of money. It's like seventy. Oh, uh, Todd Cantwell. Oh, Cantwell. Yeah, yeah he's, a little, he's got long hair, blonde. Yeah, he works yeah. hard. He's got a hard work rate. Yeah, he I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, this Norwich team is actually pretty like decent if you look at him. I mean, I. There's a like reason I said, why these smaller clubs are in the prem. I mean, these guys exactly. fight for every fifty-fifty. Yeah. And it, it just you could tell. I mean, they don't got mm-hmm. the text, but they got the fucking work rate, and these every it's, time, it's, and it's they have small crowds, and the crowds are just gnarly when they show yep. up. You know, it's just crazy. And I definitely but, think that the crowd is the twelfth player. You know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. like on a like all it takes is one goal. You know, like. And it, it well, changed Man the City, Man City can't even fill a stadium. 
Oh, what? Well, you guys seem to be winning every every season, so I don't know if that's if I believe that. No, but I'm saying for like teams like this, where it's like a more intimate, like smaller stadium, you know, like a like a like a yeah. what's it called, like Newcastle Stadium. Dude, where you're like right up on the field, you could like yeah. touch the players when they take the corner. Exactly. Wild. I but I definitely, I, I, I definitely, there. I definitely think this is somewhere where Josh Sargent can definitely like thrive. And oh, and they also have Billy Gilmore. I didn't even realize that. The little, <sighs> Sc- the little Scottish midfielder from Chelsea. What What do you think are the flops this season? You got any flops? Yeah, signings. I got Lukaku flopping. Konate for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Young center back. I think that when Joe Gomez comes back and Van Dyke come back, yeah, he's gonna just sit on the bench and become the next Van de Beek for the Prem. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And everyone's gonna forget his name. So I don't think I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. And then Sancho for me. Well, I mean, he's good, man, but coming from Man City to go to Man U is just a little snaky. Um I think that <laughs> yeah, that that type of stuff bites you in the ass. <laughs> exactly. And, but you got, I don't know, he's young, and I don't think it's a good age to be doing stuff like that. <laughs> you haven't really Money, money talks, man. Yeah, but whatever. We'll see how it goes. Flops of the season, huh? Hmm, let's see. I, I could definitely. <sighs> Who do fuck. you think? Also, mm-hmm. before we end this, I want to know who you think is going to get relegated this season. And then we can just finish it on that note. And if you think the teams coming from the championship are going to stay in the Prem or not. You know you know what's an interesting topic we didn't touch on? Uh, who uh, Crystal Palace's new manager is? Go ahead and handle it. You're a specialist on it, man. I can't sit here and act like I am. Uh, it- it's it's just interesting because it, this is the first time we're gonna see Patrick Vieira managing the Prem, you know. Well, I'm gonna and, just sit, I'm not even gonna sit here and act like, yeah, bro, I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty wild. He's, ne- yeah. he's never coached before. Well, no, it's not that he's never in the, coached. In the Prem, he, where he, who did he coach before? Uh, nice. Hmm. How they do last season? What place did they get? Uh, the the season be last season he got he got he was sacked by Christmas. What you was, think? What you think? But the, if but the year prior is terrible and he does good. You think they they go after him? I think they're gonna get relegated. If I'm being perfectly honest, but it's just gonna be interesting to see because like <laughs> I I know for sure <laughs> he's gonna be fired. What, yeah, but I know for sure that uh they have a few uh few players on injured like on in, on injury. Um, I know that that one guy Eze, whatever his name was, he's he's oh, gonna be yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be out for the beginning of the season for sure. Um, I don't know, I don't know how fit Zaha is. I'm surprised Zaha is still there. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't know I, how Tottenham have bottom yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys might, you know, you never know. There's still three weeks left in the transfer window. Yeah, I hope that Kane money comes through. I need that deposited now. Just sell it, sell it to my bank account, and then I could go on to hop on the transfer market and get some players. Yes, sir. I got you, brother. Nah, but I think Crystal Palace might go down this season for sure. Um, I know Brighton. I, I'm almost certain Brighton will. And I think I want to say Norwich. Nah, actually, no. I take that back. I think Watford goes back down. Yeah, so you got you got Watford, you got who else? Who Crystal is that? Palace, Crystal Palace, and Brighton. Uh, Brighton. Mm-hmm. Brighton. That's a that's interesting. I didn't really think about that. It's just it's just they they lost. When I feel like when you lose a defender, a big time defender like that, you know, like somebody that could captain your club for years, you know, and stuff like that. Especially when you're like when you're not an established like bigger club in a sense, not necessarily not calling them a small club or anything like that. But I just feel like it's hard to recover, especially if you if they buy him halfway through the transfer market, and it's like I feel like it's center center backs or 
probably one of the harder positions to come by, you know, especially signing a, like a top class one. Mm-hmm. I got, I got a, uh, I got Watford going back to relegation, mm-hmm. back to championship. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'd give it Burnley. I think they'll probably get relegated for me. Um, you think Burnley? I I think I think Burnley's miss fucking Sean Dice got Mister Consistency rooting all over his forehead. No, nah, dude, I think Burnley's going under. Burnley, Wofford, and I agree with you, Crystal Palace. I think, yeah, I think they're going under. I think Brentford's gonna definitely stay in the Prem. Mm-hmm. I hope. I, I hope so. Home. I mean, they could be, you know, <laughs> they could lose every game as far as we know. Yeah, but they can score goals. So uh, that's another interesting uh, little stat I wrote down. Uh, the year 2019-2020, they were in third place. They didn't make it to um, the Prem because they lost to Fulham, actually, mm-hmm. in the final. Um but in that season, they scored 80 goals, which was the most out of every team in the league. And they actually outscored Leeds. Um, that's pretty crazy to think about. And Leeds in the Prem is a goal-scoring threat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, think- kind of interesting to think about. And the very next season, they scored 79 goals, so only one less. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, these it's just – Pretty interesting, man. They're they're the top goal scoring team every season in their league. So, and they can defend pretty well from what the numbers show. I mean, uh, the goal difference forty two uh, leads is a goal difference forty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that season, um, Leeds had ninety three points. Brenton somehow eighty one, but it's mm-hmm. just because they're taking easy losses. You know what I mean? But yeah. These guys are having good goal differentials. So they're just, I don't know, man. Brentford, I think they're staying up top. I think they're staying top ten too. Top so. ten, huh? That that yeah. one's that one's it. The only problem with those teams is like, do they have the squad depth? You know, like once I'm like the you, game. Tony, man, watch out for him. Watch out yeah. for him. I give like him I said, a, that's that's all, that's my only concern. Seventeen goals a season, dude. I want to see at least seventeen goals a season. Like I said, if like my only seventeen, you owe me a hundred bucks. Huh? Yep, you heard it. Seventeen <laughs> goals this season, you owe me a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks? Find a deal. Bet on it. Bet on it. Deal. Seventeen or more. Hundred bucks. Seventeen or more. All right. Deal. That's a lot of goals in the prem for his first season, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Um. Like I said, I mean, I I don't disagree with you, with, and the fact that I do think that they're gonna stay up. Like I said, it's just when the games are coming thick and fast. It's just we'll see if their if their squad is built to serve. You know, yeah, that's definitely true. You know, because these small clubs don't really understand how hard it is up here playing against these top teams week in week out. You know, it's not like you could just kind of play with your schedule a little bit to play one good team once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's every week is a hard game. And that, and then players like, in those hard games, you know, yeah. like just the injuries and fatigue and. They go. They're going out there and battling, <laughs> literally. Yeah, and especially like during the Christmas period when you're playing like every three oh, two days, dude, you know, it's just brutal. Cup matches and stuff like that coming like all the time. So it's like uh, that. We'll see. Only time will tell if Brentford is capable of staying up or not. And like I said, I mean, there's some. I feel like this is probably the most competitive year. In terms of the prem, I just feel like oh, dude, the, every the, team this year seems pretty decent. It's hard picking a relegation. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the like the skill gaps between clubs with with between the relegated like who, who's in the relegation fight, the te- the people who are like mid table, and then people mm-hmm. up top at the top six. I just think it's so narrow that anybody can like anybody can have a good season and upset a lot of people. And Lester and it, showed us that, you know, just a little bit of heart, you can go a long way. Yeah, and then you got to bank on everybody else playing like shit. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Sometimes it's just written in the stars. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes the stars align and it'll favor you. Exactly. But 
I think that's good for today, man. I think let's go ahead and wrap this one up. First podcast in the books. Yes, sir. Uh, first first kinda, of many. It was kind of awkward, kind of rough. Yeah. Super fun. I got it, man. That was pretty tight. I just love talking about soccer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, hope, hopefully, hopefully anybody that does listen to this, like, feels that from us, you know, that the authenticity and the like genuine interest that we have for all of this. And the good thing is that after this weekend, we're gonna have so much to talk about, you know, like right oh, now, dude, the first week. Yeah, we're gonna look back at our <laughs> predictions, possibly and be like, what well, was <laughs> happening this weekend? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what exactly. were we on? Damn, or what were the players on? I just yeah. want to. I just want to see this Brenton Arsenal game, man. See yes, Ben sir. White. See if he plays well or bad, and hopefully he plays terrible. And Brenton, you know, get this three-one dub, and my boy Tony <laughs> scores a hat trick on his debut game in the Prem. You heard it here first, El Rondo podcast. Yes, sir. Catch you guys later. <laughs>